Uh, hello and welcome to SCPC, or Scary, Creepy, Precious Critters. I am your host, Marky, and today I'm with the great Jesse. Hey! So, the guy we're going to be talking about today is SCP-88. And can you tell me what that looks like? Um, it looks like a desiccated corpse, kind of. Yeah. I can't tell if it's a human or a monkey. It's something. <laughs> it's definitely something. But uh, yeah, the caption says uh, SCP-88 in its original case. Note that the gas, sorry, the glass and metal exco- exposure have been replaced. So yeah, it looks like a like a desiccated corpse of some kind. Yeah, it's interesting. I recommend looking up a picture. But its object class is safe, and the special containment procedures are that it is to be kept, or SCP-88 is to remain sealed in its airtight case at all times. The case is constructed of transparent acrylic plastic to resist the corrosive property of SCP-88 secretions. In the event that SCP-88 should awaken from hibernation, any room that is stored it is stored within should be constructed of durable plastics, rubbers, or ceramics to hinder its ability to escape. Temperature of SCP-88's containment should not exceed 15 degrees Celsius, and any personnel entering containment must observe level 4 hazardous material protocols and wear the appropriate protective gear at all times. Any personnel who do not observe proper containment protocols in the presence of SCP-88 or who show signs of physical mutation are to be demoted to Class D and held for observation. Oh. Ooh, this is going to be a really fun one. That is not good. Nope, it sure isn't. <laughs> Class D are the cannon fodder. They sure are. <laughs> I was a little, a little worried when I heard SCP-88 secretions, because this thing looks like a mummy. Looks like it doesn't have anything to secrete. Alright, let's keep going. SCP-88 is a humanoid with reptilian features, which appears to have been mummified in a... However, SCP-88 is merely in a state of hibernation from which it may recover if it is again exposed to a more hospitable environment than its current containment. It's like a water bear! Oh. But creepier... Research has indicated that SCP-88 is approximately 6,000 years old and is capable of secreting a variety of hazardous and biological compounds from its mouth and hands. I don't like that sentence. That's a bad sentence. That's, yeah, that's not good. It's real bad. Some of these substances could be of great strategic value if replicated, but until a means to extract them without awakening SCP-88 is found, Research in this area is on hold. SCP-88 was recovered with the mummified remains of 23 beings sharing a similar morphology. However, none of these beings were alive, and examination suggests that they were originally human. I like that sentence less. Yeah. Oof, I sure know how to pick them. Yep. Information obtained by Agents E-88-3 and E-88-7 
and their subsequent mutation due to SCP-88 exposure corroborates this theory. Mm. SCP-88 was recovered in 1930 blank from a subterranean complex below Los Angeles, California. The site was originally discovered by G. W. S. Using a device he called a radio X-ray, which was little more than a medicinal. Sure. No, mechanical. Ugh, there's not even a D in that word. A mechanical dowsing rod. While S.'s methods were dubious, his discovery was not. After mapping a series of tunnels and gold deposits below the city, S. declared that he had found the lost city of lizard people, as described in the legends of Arizona's Hopi tribe? Hopi tribe. Hopi tribe. S. claims when as far to be featured on the front page of the Los Angeles Times on January 29, 1934, before the Foundation was able to verify his claims and silence Mr. The subterranean complex was not nearly as extensive as described in legend, and most of the artifacts recovered within were too corroded to provide significant information, save for a long message carved into the rock wall of an unfinished tunnel. For partial translation of this text, see document 88-14. And on the side here, there is a grainy black and white photo of Mr. S. With his cool machine that he made. In more than 70 years of containment, SCP-88 has only roused from its state of hibernation twice, breaching containment with a caustic fluid that dissolves most minerals and metals. Each time, multiple personnel were exposed to a second compound, which SCP-88 uses to propagate itself. Affected personnel underwent a painful mutation, after which they shared the physical characteristics of SCP-88. Those who received a large dosage of the compound administered directly via mouth-to-mouth contact. Ew. Oof. That's a French kiss I don't want. Were changed the fastest and subsequently sacrificed themselves to protect SCP 88 from harm. Oof, every sentence is worse. Can, can you imagine just getting, getting just kissed so good that you want to die for the person? Just getting macked on by this ugly little mummy thing. Man. SCP-88 has also demonstrated the ability to produce potent neurotoxins in liquid and gaseous form to combat containment personnel. During containment, the se- yeah. containment during the second breach was reachieved by isolating SCP-88 and affected personnel in the facility and lowering the temperature. Affected personnel built a pedestal from discarded equipment, upon which SCP-88 took recumbent position before slipping back into hibernation. The mutated personnel were neutralized at this point, and SCP-88 was returned to containment. The current strategy of lowered temperature and non-metallic containment has been successful in keeping SCP-88 isolated. SCP-88 was reclassified to safe status on November 19. Yeah, this is one that's just a thing. It's a thing that happened. It sure is. Yep. 
thoughts? Yeah. Um, it's, it's a thing. Pretty much. Like, it's like one of those, like, SCPs. Like, it's, it's a, it's indicative of, like, an early one before everyone was just like, uh, yo, I'm gonna try to tell a story with this. Um, it's just like, hey, let's think of a weird thing and then put it, you know, just, you know, write about it. And I like it for the most part. Yeah, I think it's interesting. It's not like overly creepy or scary. It's just kind of like, you're pretty cool. I don't want to meet you IRL, but. Yeah, I like that it like propagates itself as well. Like it's one of those like, um, I can easily imagine like a SCP tell being written about this thing. Mm-hmm. Like maybe it, you know, because it, it propagates itself with its like, you know, caustic fluid that it just puts everywhere. Ugh. And, and, like, the people who are affected by it turn into it, basically. So, you, you know, you have you have this uh, almost like a viral outbreak. You can have a viral outbreak of this cryptid, uh, not cryptid, um, of this ACP. <laughs> Wrong podcast. But, but since it is very easy to contain and, you know, if it's cold, it goes Betty by, um, you know, it's 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 contained but i i can see this becoming like a big deal yeah in certain area i like it it's cool yeah fucking superb you funky little mummy yep so um so yeah that's all i have to say pretty much all right let me hear those plugs so i have a podcast called alphabet flight where i talk about marvel characters three times a week uh, and I also have a podcast called Limited Theories where I talk about a limited Marvel series issue by issue with my friend Rob by the time this comes out we'll probably be towards the end of talking about Rocket Raccoon alright cool okay well um, yeah that's all I have alright so I am Marky and I have an Instagram where I do cosplay art and selfies and that's over at avian underscore Dalek. And then I've got a Tumblr where I also do art a day. And that's over at av-arts. So, um, be careful of a funky little mummy just macking on your mouth. Bye! Bye!